0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining this week's message on the Zoe Church podcast. We are a community in Los Angeles that is all about the person and the message of Jesus. And we're gonna jump right in to the last installment of the series that we've been in called Renew Your Mind at a Romans 12, verse two. But before I jump in, I wanna thank every person that partners with us and faithfully gives to Zoe Church to help us get the message of the gospel out and around the world. You can go to our website and give there or text Zoe to 77977 and we'll send you a link and you can give right there. But let's jump in to this week's message called Shift Your Focus. We are concluding today a series that we've been in called Renewing Your Mind. I love this series. Because I believe you'll never live better than you think. The greatest lid on your life is not your employer. It's not anyone in a political power. The greatest lid on your life is your thinking. And if you think better, you will live better. And so we got to get rid of some of y'all. Got to get rid of your stinking thinking. Get rid of your mind that's been stuck in the gutter. We got to get out of the land of the Clippers. And in to Laker Nation. Who am I preaching to today? So we've been talking about renewing our mind. Getting your mind right. Got to get your thought life right. You ever ever be up in your head thinking you're just like, huh? These are not good thoughts. And and, and you know it and I know it. That that the subconscious, we've been talking about this, the subconscious has 60,000 thoughts a day. Most of them, by the the way, are reoccurring. The conscience only has 6,000 thoughts a day. If you let your sub drive, you know that song, Jesus Take the Wheel? <laughs> if you let your subconscious drive, you're going to go off a cliff. But if you let your conscious take control, we can steer our life into the best version of ourselves. We can tap into what I call our God-given potential. But we got to renew our mind. We got to get our mind right so we can get our life right. Because your beliefs determine your mindset, and your mindset drives your behavior. Most of us are so focused and upset and frustrated with our behavior, God wants to go back and fix your beliefs. Because if you believe right, you will live right. So we got to get our thinking right. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. If you're new, this has been our theme verse. I'm going to read it from a new translation today, the NCV translation. It says this, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Let me just speak to you for a moment. You are not a citizen of this place. You are a citizen of a greater place. You are not a member of this kingdom. You're a member of a greater. Come on, somebody clap and thank God. I'm going somewhere better. And the moment you say yes to Jesus, you are now living in kingdom dynamics. He says, do not conform to the kingdom of this world. Rather, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Let me just say this. Church is not going to change you. Some of y'all are frustrated because, like, man, I came to church. I'm still a mess. I still got issues. I still got problems. Coming to a building doesn't change your life. Surrendering to God's word will change your life. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Changing the way you think. If he changes the way that you think, you'll be transformed into a new person. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. God changes your life by changing your mind. And if he changes your mind, he can make you into a new person. I like Baptism Sunday. Shout out to everybody getting baptized. Why don't we just pause and clap for the ones on the west side and on this side. Baptism is saying my old life is gone and my new life is here. I'm not identified by my sin pattern and my past and everything I used to do. I'm identified in Jesus. Let God transform you and then you will know when you're a new person. Then you'll know what God's will is. Listen, you used to live for you, but now you live for God. You used to live to please yourself. Now you live to please God. You used to live for whatever the world wanted you to do. Now you live for what God wants you to do. I want to preach a message today. Write down the, the, the title of today's message. It's called, you need to shift your focus. There needs to be a weight shift, not just from negativity to positivity. I'm not preaching to you about becoming positive. Because some of you are like, man, he's trying to make me positive. I'm not a positive person. Neither am I. I'm okay if, if, if you don't wake up positive. I just don't want you to stay negative. We got to get your brain to neutral so God can do something with you. And we got to shift the weight from, from toxicity to strength in God. From, from stress to strength from from anxiety to peace. We got to shift, we got to shift the focus because so, some of us are focused on the wrong thing right now. And it's not getting you anywhere because your focus is off, your focus is not in the place that it needs to be. And we got to focus on something better. The, the other day, recently, my son uh, is playing baseball, my nine year old is playing baseball, he just finished his baseball season, and he started the year off. Not the best baseball player. And um, he ended much better than he started. Thank God for coaches. And, um, and a few, couple months ago, he was at batting practice, and he took a ball to the face, to the mouth. And his, his lips, like, boop, like nutty professor. Boop. Just, thank you for everybody that got that reference. Any, any, any young person's like, oh, what is that? It's a great movie. Watch it. <laughs> Discipleship. But, but he took this ball to the mouth and, and, and his lip popped open and he's crying. Now, when your kid cries, you are totally comfortable with a certain volume of crying, which is appropriate for most humans. But if your kid ever crosses that threshold into another level or volume of crying, you get embarrassed. So he was going nuts, and we're kind, and we're not okay with this. Like, you represent our last name, son. Okay, so he's just losing his mind. His mom's a very good mom, so she comes to coddle and be kind and sweet and motherly, and she's trying to help him. And the coach kind of it, steps in, and the coach trying to calm, you know, like, thanks, mom, but let me just speak to this young man. And he says, Winston, if you keep focusing on the pain it's only going to keep hurting more. But if you'll shift your focus and focus on the lesson, you'll learn from this and move on. And I wonder how many of us today are focused on what happened in life and we can't move on to learn the lesson in life. I wonder if there's something better that we can get our attention and our eyes on so we can learn and grow. You got to shift your focus. Let's be honest, what we're focusing on is not working. I know you look good today and you smell good in your aqua de Gio, In your Santel, but a lot of us are struggling with mental health. A lot of us, our mind is not well. Let me just read some stats. More than one million people miss work every day due to stress and mental health related issues. Anxiety is the number one mental health concern in adults and teenagers. 75 to 90 percent of US doctor visits are caused by stress. Disengaged employees cost US companies almost $550 billion in loss of productivity per year due to mental wellness. 63 percent of workers are ready to quit their job because. Of stress. I know you look good today, but you are not good today. We got to get our stinking thinking corrected. And we got to shift our focus onto what God wants. Because our subconscious has taken the wheel. And when our subconscious is in control, we are out of control. And we got to consciously make the decision to get our mind on God thoughts. One of my favorite followers on social media is Dr. Caroline Leaf. Listen to what she says. As we think, we change the physical nature of our brain. As we consciously direct our thinking, we can wire out toxic patterns of thinking. And replace them with healthy thoughts. See, I don't know how you were raised, and I don't know what patterns you got into. And that's the pattern of why you eat the way you eat, and spend the way you spend, and the way that you have that emotional reaction, and the way that you talk that way, and you live your life morally that way, but you don't have to stay toxic we can get a shift of focus and we can change consciously the way that we think, which will change the way that we live and we can get healthy habits and healthy thoughts into our mind. Because the gospel is all about shifting your focus. Jesus wants to shift your focus. Whenever Jesus encountered somebody in the Gospels, he took them from where they were to where they were supposed to go. He shifted them from living for them to living for him. Look at Mark chapter 4. He changes four dudes, two brothers. Four guys, two sets of bros. Watch this. Mark chapter 4, put on the screen. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me. And I will shift you and make you fishers of men they immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on further from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. He called them and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Immediately they shifted from focus on business to focus on God. Focus on their thing to focus on Jesus' thing. To focus on their world to focus on god's world immediately they shift their focus because the gospel would never let you just live the way you've been living and think the way you've been thinking and go the way you've been going god wants to shift you so you can follow his plan amen to that i don't know about you but i don't want to stay the same anybody else West side, anybody on the west side, I don't want to stay the same. Anybody else? MGC, Miguel Contreras, anybody who not want to stay the same? Come on, clap today if you're thankful. I don't want to stay the same. I don't, I don't want to. I'm, I'm under construction. Anybody else? You ever go through a construction zone and you see the orange sign and it's like construction ahead? And you're like, ah, 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 ah. Like I'm looking for a right or left because I know if I stay here, I'm going to be stuck in a construction zone. So I'm looking, ah, ah, ah. I want to let you know to take your time. You are under construction and God is taking his time. He is elevating your thinking. He's not going to let you stay that way. He's not going to let you perish that way. He's not going to let you suffer. He's going to elevate your thinking and he's going to change your life. If we're going to do that, we got to have some shifts right down. Number one, we got to focus on the present. Let go of the past. I'm asking you as a church to focus on the here and the now. Because a lot of us are trying to move forward. But we're focusing on the rearview mirror of past. Instead of looking through the windshield of faith. Some of us have got to get over. The past is not as bad as you think it was. And the past is not as good as you think it was. It's like that old saying the fish gets bigger every year. Some people are like, oh man, when I used to go to Vegas, okay, you had one Red Bull, chill out. What is it about us that we romanticize the past? And what is it about us? We villainize the past. It wasn't the worst and it wasn't the best. It's just the past. But what you need is spiritual amnesia. I can remember, but I choose to forget. By faith, I'm moving past my past and I'm moving into the forward future that God has called me forward. The best thing you could do today is wherever your feet are, be there. Be present. Be aware. You walk into a coffee shop today, greet that barista and say hello. You're in church today, get off your phone, unless it's notes, and, and be here today. Whatever you are, baptism Sunday, people getting baptized, stand by the tub, and just start clapping. Wherever Wherever you are, be present in the moment. Matthew 6, look at this scripture. This is amazing. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or what may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when they come up. I don't know what's in my future, and I'm not worried about my future. I'm trying to be present today. I'm trying to be a good dad today. I'm trying to be a good friend today. I'm trying to be a good husband today. I'm trying to be awake to the God dream today. I'm not worried about my past i can't control my future all i can do is give god my best today focus on the present stop trying to fit you can't cry over spilled milk whatever happened happened but hear me today you made a mistake you are not a mistake God has something great for you today. Be present, be present here, be present now, be away. Some of us, we could miss out on the God thing that God is wanting to do now because we're so obsessed with past. Oh man, I'm telling you, before COVID, I was somebody. COVID ruined everything. No, I knew you before COVID. You're the same guy, same guy. No harm, no foul, love you, but you weren't killing it. I remember. Statistics would say you're the same guy, <laughs> and so 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 many of us were focused on what was and what could have been, and man, that man, and if never, and if if we didn't, and no 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 no, what 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 what's God trying to do now? What's that? June what? June twenty twenty sixth, twenty fifth. June twenty fifth. what year is it? I'm I'm kidding, you guys. Shift your focus. What's God trying to do right now? Right now? Like, what's he saying now? There's a time for everything under the sun. What's he saying now? I'm not interested in what he was doing last year. I'm interested in what's he doing now. What's he saying now? You may not have the same people with you, but guess what? You got somebody with you now. You know, I had the same ideas. You got a different idea now. Don't worry about the past. Philippians 3 13 14. Put it up on the screen. I, brothers and sisters, I have not apprehended it all. I'm not perfect. I don't got all of life figured out. I'm not that, I'm under construction. I'm trying to become the best man of God I can become. But one thing I do, forgetting that which is behind me, I'm pressing forward to the things in front of me. I'm not worried about my past. I'm excited. I'm focused on my future. Some of us just got to get that in our spirit today. It's like, man, I'm trying to serve God today. June 25th, 2024. Kidding. And I'm just, I'm going to serve God. Focus on the present. Let go. Let go of the past. Let go of the past. Write down number two. This is hopefully going to encourage somebody. Write down. Focus on your confidence. Let go of your concerns. Focus on your confidence. Let go of your concerns. I know you got concerns. I know you got stress. I know you've got anxieties. I know you've got pressure, financial pressure, relational realities, stresses about relationships. Let go of your concerns. Focus on your confidence. And my confidence is not in me and my abilities. My confidence is in God and his abilities. If I focus on me and my mind, I'm going to be like, oh, you're, you're not that talented. You're not that good. You cannot make it happen. You cannot. Listen, let me just, if you own a business, you cannot grow that business without Jesus. If you got kids, you cannot raise them kids without Jesus. If you're in a marriage, your marriage will not make it unless Jesus is at the center of that marriage. If you're here and you're trying to be single and make it, you will not make it without Jesus. Stop focusing on your concerns. Get your focus on your confidence. I lift my eyes to the mountains. I know where my help comes. I know where my confidence is. My confidence is in my maker. My confidence is in my my father, my confidence is in my savior. My confidence is in the fourth man. My confidence is in his name. I know we said a lot in, in, in COVID, but it's, it's, it's faith over fear. And a lot of us were plagued by fear because in our mind, we're just thinking just like, what about, you ever just like, I don't know if you're like me. Sometimes I just want to like lay in bed and think about all the bad things possibilities and negative outcomes just so I know what they are. I think I've thought through all of them. You ever notice how worrying doesn't change anything? Let me say it better. You ever notice how worrying only changes you for the worse? And some of us need to shift our focus from concern to confidence. By the way, hear me today people do not follow the competent person, they follow the confident person. Right. And your confidence does not come from an out scoreboard. It comes from an inner scoreboard. It doesn't come from the results of your life. I I wish I could control results but I can't. All I can control in my life is my input and my attitude. How hard I work and the attitude I carry. And I don't know about you but I'm going to show up tomorrow and say this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. My confidence is in the one that told his son to get up this morning. My confidence is in the one that has the whole world in his hands. My confidence is the one that pulled me out from a pit. My confidence is in the one that defeated death sin and the grave give him a praise on the west side give him a praise of miguel give him a praise if you're grateful my confidence is in you Where did your confidence go? Look at 2 Corinthians. Oh, I love this scripture. It says, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger. And he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him. And he will continue to rescue us. We, as Zoe people continue to say it's all about, it's all about God. Yeah. And so i got to shift the focus off. I've got to make it happen to he will make it happen. i got to shift the focus to it's all about my world to it's all about God's plan. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have, you, and, and by the way, the more that you do this, the more you rely on God and you follow God and you serve God and you, you have confidence in God, I want to just tell you what will happen. It will change the spirit of who you are and the countenance of your face. You ever talk to somebody and you look in, in, in their eyes and you're like, are those contacts? <laughs> does have to be contacts. Like, you talk to somebody, you're like, dude, they just, they got so much life. It's, it's crazy. As opposed to, like, you talk to somebody that's, like, sleeping around, living in sin, doing really bad stuff, making bad decisions, just kind of, like, shifty. And they kind of, like, they can't make eye contact and they look really tired and weathered. The more you follow God and you put your confidence in God, it changes your spirit. Which, by the way, every person you interact with has a spirit. That's why you get around some folks and you go, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. Uh-uh. I remember when I was growing up, I used to go to the mall. We used to walk into one store. I'd walk in, I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh. I know the devil when I see him. Uh Uh-uh, girlfriend. How do you maintain a beautiful spirit? Put your confidence in God. The Bible says the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. You translate that. You go God's way and you follow God's path and your face and your spirit shines brighter. I put up a photo the other day. My parents are moving out of their house right now. They're leaving Tacoma, Washington. Thank you, Jesus. And they're moving to Palm Springs. Thank you, Jesus. And, and so my mom sent us a photo of, of, of me when I was like 20 years old starting in the ministry. I got like a, a, a nice shirt on and a tie. And, and it, I'm straight from Burlington Coat Factory, y'all. I'm straight. <laughs> like I'm straight. I walked out of TJ Maxx like. <laughs> Do they have the. Yeah, look at that. I mean, come on. That costs $22. <laughs> and um, I thought it was funny, so I, I just put it up and some, some people commented. I saw some people comment, like, you know, you, you don't look like you age, or, you know, or like, what, what are you drinking? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, sub <laughs> <some> comment. <laughs> communion <laughs> <laughs> So stop clapping you sinners. You're going to get you're gonna expose all of us, okay? <laughs> but but some people are making making a comment to the effect of like, you know, you, you 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 look young. And I I really believe this. I really believe that scripture. You follow God, sin will wear you out. You get around some people, it's like, ah. They're exhausted because sin will suck the life right out of you. But if you shift your focus from what can I get to what can I give, it's just a different world. You got to shift your focus, man. You got to shift your focus. We've been focusing on the wrong stuff. we got to change that from our concerns. I know you're concerned, but God literally said, stop worrying about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries in itself. Today, seek first the kingdom of God. Shift the focus. And God will take care of He He says, I wish I could sing like Naomi Rain because I would hit that note so tough right now. It says if he dresses the lilies and takes care of grass, how much more will he take care of you? Maybe your stress should not be your focus. Maybe your focus should be on the possibility of what God can do. Your confidence is in him. Amen. Third one, write down the final one. I love this last one. Focus on what you do have. Let go of what you think you should have. Worship team, you come join me, but I, lo- I love this. Focus on what you do have. Let go of what you think you should have. So I think that there's a real focus shift that will just unlock a lot of what's blocking you. You know, like, just a heads up, the river of God wants to flow in your life. The river of God wants to just flow. Blessing, peace, prophetic, goodness, grace, What's blocking the flow of God? Sometimes what's blocking it is a word I call entitlement. Some of us think I'm entitled to more. And so what you've given me is not enough yet. Some of us our biggest problem is we I haven't got got enough yet. I haven't achieved it. I haven't got I don't got the plaques, I don't got the accolades, I don't got the followers, I don't got the money yet, I don't got the cars, but I'm going to get there and I'm going to I'm just going to keep grinding out until I get what is owed to me. Fam, I'm sorry but nothing is owed to you. God gave you what you don't deserve, and that's salvation. He sent his one and his only son to take your sinful place so that you deserve eternal damnation. But Jesus, pay them, somebody clap and thank Jesus for giving me what I don't deserve. Grace, grace, grace. Grace, grace, stop focusing on what you don't have. I don't have that amount of money yet. I don't have this. I don't have, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids. I want to get pregnant. I don't have that job. I don't have that promotion. I don't have, stop telling me what you don't have. Will you please start thanking God for what you do have? I'll tell you what, I came in with nothing. I'm going to leave with nothing. But as for me and my house, blessed be the name of the Lord. That's all I got is a praise. I ain't got much. I ain't got much. I know it's not fit for a king, but what I do have, I give him praise. So let me ask you, what do you have? What do you have today? What could you thank God for? What could you thank God for? What is the old saying? Count your blessings one by one. A lot of us, I could fall victim to this. We're looking at what we have as insignificant or too small to accomplish or fulfill the dream that's in our heart. And I want to encourage you today. If you've got something big in your heart, you got something good in your hand. and God will always Use what's in your hand to fulfill what's in your heart. Lord, make me a faithful steward. Chick fil A got it right, didn't they? Make me a faithful steward of everything. Stop focusing on what you don't have. I don't got this, and I don't got that, and I'm not where they are. Some of us, maybe just. While we're talking about mental health, this this is not the Bible. This is me talking. This is advice. Maybe you should delete social media because it's the main source of your jealousy and insecurity. And you keep comparing other people's best moments versus your worst moments. And maybe all of it is a lie to get you to focus on the wrong thing. You know, people today are like, you know, I, I need to protect my energy. I need to protect my, ener- for my energy's sake. Protecting my energy. Good. Do it. I like to look at it, I need to protect my mind. Because I don't want to think these thoughts. I don't want to think bad thoughts. I know I won't live good if I don't think good. I got to think good so I can live good. So I don't want I don't, to, I don't need to see it. I don't. If it's not going to build me up and help me and serve me and free me and bless me, I don't need to see it. Because I think you should get your eyes on gratitude, not entitlement. I think it's good, good practice to wake up and go, Whoa! I can't believe all that I have. For a sinner like me, for a knucklehead like me, I know how bad I am, and I get this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This, you, Come on, has God been better than you deserve? I want to ask you again, has he been greater than you imagined? Why don't you praise him for all the good things he's blessed you with? Why don't you thank him for everything he's done? Why don't you just give him a moment of, of gratitude and thanksgiving for his blessing and his favor? Sit down, sit down real fast, real fast, real fast thank you guys. Come on up here. Just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite done. I'm almost done. I promise you. I'm, we're going to sing. It's going to be amazing, but I just want to tell you this one last bit, because I want you to shift your focus from complaining and what you don't have to what you do have. There's an amazing story about Jesus. If you're new to church, check this one out. If you're new to church, we're glad you're here. Check this one out. There's a story about Jesus. He's been preaching all day and the crowd is about to turn on him because they're hungry and they're so hangry. The, the disciples, get concerned and they go to Jesus. They go, Jesus, we better give them something to eat because if we don't give them something to eat, angry they're gonna turn on us they got they got wisdom and so jesus looks at the guys and he says this is good what do you have and they go it's not our problem I told you God it's your problem he's like no 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 what do you have notice the (laughs) notice the focus is off um I love complainers because they all sound the same. Complainers get into a register that's so low. Um, sir, I can get like this. I don't know if you can. They go, um, sir, uh, all we got is a, the Bible usually, you, literally uses this word, is a little bit of fish and a little bit of bread. Do you know what my God can do with a little bit? <laughs> do you know what my God can do with a little bit? Do you know what my God can do with mustard, seed, side faith? Do you know what my God can do with a little bit of confidence and a little bit of present and a little bit of trust and a little bit of belief? He goes, give me what you have. Give me what, what, Just give it to me then. Give me what you have. I cannot give God something that Balaam has. I can only give God what I have. I can't give God what Julia has. I can only give God what I have. He says, what do you have? He goes, okay, well, here it is. And God broke it and blessed it. Just let me just tell you something today. Before God will make you a leader, he will break you as a leader. And sometimes God, the blessing that that God will have for you is the breaking. He breaks it, blesses it, and a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. my little bit what I'm trying to say to you is if you shift I own God a lot They're saying Lord I know it's not much <laughs> I know it's not the whole world but it's my world I know it's not what they have but it's what I have here it is I give you praise today because you're worthy of my praise. Stand to your feet, Jesus. We worship you. We love you today. We worship you today. I know it's not much, but it's all I got.